the I haven't really woken up until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. McDonald's, I'm loving it. If you have your Bibles this morning, I want to turn your attention to Acts 23, beginning in the 10th verse. Acts 23, beginning in the 10th verse. I want to speak a message this morning. The Lord stood by him. He stood by Paul. Amen. Anybody know the Lord stands by his people this morning? That ain't a promise to the world, but it's a promise to the believer this morning. Amen. God's going to stand by us this morning. We're going to look a little bit at Paul this morning. Acts 23, beginning in verse 10, right here. And when there arose a great dissension, the chief captain, fearing least Paul should have been pulled into pieces of them, commanded the soldiers to go down and take him by force among them and to bring him into the castle. And the night following, the Lord stood by him. Did you see? The Lord stood by him while he was in prison and said, Be of good cheer, Paul, for as you have testified of me in Jerusalem, so you must also bear witness also at Rome. And when it was day, certain of the Jews banded together and bound themselves under a curse, saying that they would neither eat nor drink till they had killed Paul. And they were more than 40 which had made this conspiracy. And they came to the chief priests and elders and said, We have bound ourselves under a great curse that we will eat nothing until we have killed Paul. Now therefore you with the council signify to the chief captain, he bring him down unto you tomorrow, as though you would inquire something more perfectly concerning him. And we or ever he come near are ready to kill him." And when Paul's sister's son heard of their lying in wait, he went and entered into the castle and told Paul. Then Paul called one of the centurions unto him and said, Bring bring this young man unto the chief captain, for he has a certain thing to tell him. So he took him and brought him to the chief captain and said, Paul the prisoner called unto him and prayed me to bring this young man unto you, uh, which had something to say unto you. Then the chief captain took him by the hand and went with him aside privately, asked him, What is that you have to tell me? And he said, The Jews have agreed to desire you that you would bring down Paul tomorrow into the council as though they would inquire something of him perfectly. But do not thou yield unto them, for they lie in wait for him more than 40 men which have bound themselves with an oath they will neither eat nor drink till they have killed him. And now are they ready looking for a promise from you? So the chief captain then let the young man depart and charge him. So you tell no man that you have shown these things unto me. Ain't it something? Now, I want the heart of my message right there is in verse 11. And the night following, the Lord stood by him. The Lord has ways to reveal the plots against his people. Amen? 
The Lord has a way <laughs> to show, reveal. If God already told Paul, you are going to Rome. Amen. Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning, Lord, and we lift you up, dear God. Lord, we pray, Father God, Lord, and we ask you, Father Lord, to be with us, dear God. Father, we pray, Father God, that you just move, Lord, and anoint me this morning to speak your word. I pray, God, that you have your way in here. Thank you for what you've done in here today, Father Lord. We ask you, Lord, to just just move in a mighty way, Lord, and give me the words to speak, Lord. I pray, Father, let you deal, uh, and we give you the glory, dear God, the praise and the honor. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Uh, I wonder what would have been going through the mind of Paul here being locked up. Uh, he was wondering maybe what they was going to do to him. Uh, then we later on discourage uh, to see that they had 40 men had set out to say they're going to kill Paul. They said, we ain't going to eat nothing. We ain't going to drink nothing. <laughs> we ain't going to do anything until we get our hands on that troublemaker, Paul. They didn't like old Paul. After all, you read in Acts 23, 1 through verse 10 there, he put the Pharisees and the Sadducees against themselves right there. He turned it against them. They were all, they were after Paul. Maybe going through his mind, he knew he was supposed to go to Rome. Maybe he thought, maybe I'm not going to get to Rome. They got me here in this cell. They got me locked up. I don't know what's going to happen. Can you imagine the thoughts that was going through the mind of Paul? Can I tell you this morning before you get on to Paul, look at yourself. When something goes wrong, the thoughts begin to go through your mind also. Also, don't you? But I want you to know that on that night, that night that he was locked up in jail, that night that they had a conspiracy coming against him, 40 men was coming against him. The Bible says the Lord stood by him. The Bible says that Jesus himself came by and stood by the hand of, but stood by Paul. I don't know about you, but I can't think of nobody else to better stand beside me than the hand of the Lord. Amen. You see, it wasn't Israel that stood behind him. It wasn't the Sanhedrin that stood behind him. It wasn't the Pharisees that stood behind him but it was Jesus himself who stood beside Paul when Paul was locked up into a prison the truth is that most of the time if a man has Jesus standing by him he ain't gonna have mankind standing by him amen but I don't know about you but I can't think of somebody else to better be beside of me than the hand of God amen I can't think of somebody better walk right there in me in the midst of calamity the midst of trouble than the hand of Jesus this morning I, I'm telling you today I thank God that he stands by his people this morning I thank the Lord he's standing by him anybody got the Lord standing by him this morning anybody got God standing by him this morning I'm telling you no matter where you at no matter what you're facing the Bible says the Lord will stand by his all in Proverbs 18 and 24 a man who has friends must show himself friendly. And there is a friend whose stick is closer than a brother. The greatest one of them all is Jesus. In Hebrews 13 and 5, he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. How many know man will leave you when calamity's going on? 
How many know man will conspire against you? How many know man will forsake you when you went through everything you got? But the Bible says in our darkest hour, he's walking right there with us. Amen? When we unsure, guess who's standing by us? Guess who's giving us a peace that suppresseth all understanding? His name is Jesus. Let me tell you, I've been in rooms where I'd see the patient sit there in their dying with cancer, but I can sense the peace because they said they had the Lord standing by them. Amen? I'm telling you today, when did all these storms and all these troubles and chaoses that's going on in the world, you know who we need standing by us this morning? We need the hand of God. Amen? We need the Lord standing by us. The world is in chaos. The world is having disaster after disasters. Man's heart will fail them but fear for the things that's coming on this earth. But we can be of good cheer this morning. We don't have to fear, do we? We don't have to worry. Amen? Because as a believer in Jesus Christ, I know he's standing there with me. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, he is right there with me this morning. Amen? No matter if I walk through the flood, he's right there. No matter the storm I'm going through, he's right there. Amen? I can't think of nobody better than the Lord himself standing by me. And if I got the Lord standing by me, I know everything's gonna be all right. Amen? This country's messed up. People are worried. People don't know what's gonna happen because they don't got the Lord standing by them. Their hearts are failing the fear of the things that's coming. You wouldn't hear Wednesday night? Well, I'll tell you, you think you ain't seen nothing. These things are going to grow with intensity. Amen? Amen? These things are going, these birth pains are going to grow with intensity. What's going to happen? I'm going to fly away. If you're a believer, you're going to fly away. In the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, I'm telling you, that's what it's leading up to. But until then, I don't know what's coming, but I know one who's going to stand with me. Amen. If there's a famine that comes, I know one that can rain manna from above. Amen. If I get sick and can't get, guess what? I know one that can touch me this morning. If they put me in jail for preaching the gospel this morning, I know one that can shake the walls. Amen. When I'm telling you, no matter what's going, I'm telling you, the Lord's standing by his people this morning. Anybody ever felt the presence of the Lord with them when you're walking in the midst of calamity when you're walking in the midst of trouble when you're walking in the midst of the storm anybody ever felt that hand be upon them anybody ever felt that peace be upon them can I tell you who that was it wasn't just a mere man but I believe it was the Lord walking among his people putting his hand upon you this morning somebody give the Lord some praise in here this morning I'm telling you, people say, where is he at? He's still right there. Amen? He's still right there walking. Some of us today, we don't realize it, but he stood in the way with us times, and we didn't know what was coming against us. This old boy shouldn't be here this morning. I'm going to tell you, I shouldn't be here this morning. But who stood with me among the way? It was the Lord. 
Amen. Who's kept me from harm? It was the Lord. Some of you shouldn't be here this morning, but God has stood by you in the midst of it all. The Lord has stood by you throughout Scripture. We see the Lord standing by who are his. God told Abraham he was his shield and great exceeding reward. What is a shield? It's someone who stands in the way between you and harm. Amen? I'm telling you, you look and you'll find out that he stood in the midst of with the trial, the trouble, the situation, even if you could not see him, he was there. How many know he was with Daniel in the lion's den? He was with Joseph in the pit, amen? He was with Moses going into Pharaoh's court, amen? He's been with, he was the fourth man in the fiery furnace. And can I tell you, the evil king Nebuchadnezzar saw the fourth man? The he Nebuchadnezzar's words was, I thought I threw three men in there, but I see a fourth man walking in there like the son of God. Who did he see? He saw the word that was made flesh, the one we know in the New Testament as Jesus walking in the flames with him, walking in the fire. You say, where's he at? He's standing right there with you in your flaming furnace this morning. He's standing right there with you in the lion's den this morning. He's standing right there with you when you got to go stand before a Pharaoh this morning. He's standing right there with you when you're going to in the pits of life. Where's he at? I'll tell you, he's standing right there. I've never seen him, but I know he's been there. Amen. I've heard him speak to me. Amen. Many times with a small, still voice, or he had put something in my heart. I've seen him come through when it seems like there wouldn't be no way. Hey man, anybody ever seen that when there seemed to be no way? I'm telling you when Peter was scheduled to be executed the next day in Acts chapter 12, the Bible says the angel of the Lord came through and brought him out of the iron gate. He was with Peter there. How could Peter rest? Because he knew the Lord was with him. And when you read the book of Acts, you'll see even in Paul's life, the Lord stood by him. Amen. What do you mean? I'm telling you, you read in the book of Acts on a couple occasions, even in the life of Paul, the Lord told him, I'm with you. You can be of good cheer. In Acts 18, 9 and 10, the Lord spoke to Paul in a vision, just saying, speak not, speak, hold not thy peace right there. People was wanting to stone him. They didn't know what was happening, but, Paul, but the Lord told him, you open your mouth. I've got many people in this city, and there ain't nobody going to lay a hand on you. What he was saying is, I'm with you, Paul. I'm standing with you. Open your mouth and let them words fly. Let the gospel of Jesus Christ fly under the anointing. Amen. How many know? I'm telling you today, when you look at the life of Paul, you know the Lord stood by him. Even in shipwreck, even when he was on a ship the Bible says he said to be of good cheer for no man's life shall be taken but you got an appointment in Rome amen I'm telling you here's where it starts right here the, the devil I believe was trying to stop Paul from getting to Rome but God had already decreed you're going to Rome this morning amen why 
Why? Because the Lord was with him. And when the Lord stands with him, there ain't a devil in hell gonna stop you, amen? When the Lord stands with you, there ain't a man on the earth that's gonna stop it, amen? When the Lord stands with you, you're gonna reach that destination this morning. In Acts 22, 17 and 18, Paul was in a trance. He was caught up in the spirit. And Jesus said, get out of Jerusalem. They will not receive a testimony concerning me. They weren't going to receive it. God had already told him. Paul had already had went to the council right here in Acts 23. He said the Pharisees and the Sadducees against them said each other in that council. Can I tell you one? The Sadducees didn't believe in the resurrection. The Pharisees did. Paul used that against them. They got on a bicker and they cast him into jail. Right here. They weren't going to hear what Paul said. Amen. Jesus already told them they ain't going to receive the testimony of what you said. But you know sometimes you ever spoke and you know people weren't going to receive it. But the Bible says speak it anyway. Because if they don't receive it, you know what? It's a testimony against them. You shake the dust feet up, the dust off your feet and go on. But Jesus told Paul, right here he said in Acts eleven twenty three, he said, You can be of good cheer. Can I tell you this morning? You can be of good cheer this morning. Amen. No matter where you're at, no matter what you're going through, guess what? Paul was in prison and it ain't a jail cell like where they have the modern conveniences today. Amen. It wasn't nothing like you see that hey, they wasn't no nice war- beds in there. They wasn't no commodes in there. They didn't have access to TV in these prisons and dungeons. It's contrary to that. It was unsanitized. You could just imagine what it was. But the Lord told Paul, he said, you can be of good cheer this morning. Amen. How many know no matter what you're facing this morning, you can be of good cheer. I've got a bad report from the doctor, but I can be of good cheer. Everything's falling apart, but I can be of good cheer. I've lost everything, but I can be of good cheer. Amen. I went through, I'm going through hell, but I can be of good cheer. Amen. I'm going through a flooding time, a storm, but I can be of good cheer. Amen. My health's going down, but I can be of good cheer. I'm broke, but I can be of good cheer. The devil's fighting my family, but I can be of good cheer. Why can you be of good cheer? In John 16 and 33, these things I spoke unto you, that in me you shall have peace but in this world you shall have tribulation but be of good cheer for I have overcome the world my Lord I feel like a preaching this morning I'm telling you anybody know he's overcome every obstacle you went through every sickness every battle every heartache every disease every hurricane every earthquake he's already went through it this morning People don't want to, they think there ain't no hope. In this world, there ain't no hope. But in Christ, there is hope. There ain't no hopeless situations, only hopeless people. I can be a good cheer. I can go around. I'm not going to sing because you ain't got a hundred. But listen, I can put that song on. I'm going to praise the Lord. Amen. You can start singing, victory is mine, victory is mine. You can sing, I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. 
Why do you know everything's going to be all right? Because he said he's overcome it. Amen? When he said it is finished, that meant he's overcome it this morning. Amen? I'm telling you today, don't lose your heart. You're going through a battle. Let me tell somebody you need to give it to the Lord. You need to surrender your life to Jesus this morning. Amen? He's overcome everything that you went through. You don't have to be in the dumps. You don't have to be depressed. You don't have to be discouraged. Amen. You don't have to worry because he said you can have peace. You can have be of good cheer for I have overcome it. That means he's already won it. Anybody can say it. He's already took care of it this morning. How many has got a problem in here they're facing? Anybody worrying about something? Anybody worrying about, been through something worrying? Be of good cheer, for he was already there. Your tomorrow was his yesterday. Amen. He's busy. He said, Big Topa, you're in prison, but you can be of good cheer. You don't have to be down in the dumps. I'm telling you, being in prison will put anybody there. It should be obvious. When Jesus told Paul that, you could be a good cheer. Because I imagine he wasn't of good cheer. Amen? Oh, before you get on the pile, I would say he may even been discouraged a little bit. Amen? Considering the adverse things that was happening, what seemed was going to happen. After all, you read on now, they were conspiring to kill Paul. You say, if I was Paul, I wouldn't have been like that before you say you want and before you criticize Paul let me tell you some of you get discouraged over a whole lot less than what Paul was going through some of you all it takes is an ingrown toenail and you're ready to throw it up I'm not being mean but I'm telling you the truth am I right some people it, just a little ingrown toenail they're ready to quit they're really discouraged. Walking around like, I'm ready to quit because of this ingrown toenail I got. But I got news for you. What would you do if your life was on the line? What if you do, you was bound up for the gospel's sake? If you can't take an ingrown toenail, don't tell me you can serve him in prison. And everything's going to be all right. Amen? Some people get discouraged over the smallest little things that happen to them. Amen? Amen. Little thing. Nothing big. Just something small. A headache can discourage them. A, itch, a mosquito bite would discourage some people. I'm serious. I've seen it. I've heard it before. If I run out of peanut butter, I can't make it to the house of God. I'm not joking. That's a little joke. I've heard that before. But people get discouraged over these little things. And I can imagine, if somebody had something to get discouraged for, it would have been Paul. If somebody had something going through his mind, this is the human tendency. What's going to happen to me? Anybody know the human tendency? Hey, man, you've been through something big, and you wonder, what's going to happen? What's the next step? Are they going to kill me? Or am I going to get a bad report? Is something going to go wrong again? Hey, man, anybody know what I'm talking about? But I'm telling you this morning... You don't have to get discouraged. You can have cheer this morning. 
I want you to know that Jesus is telling you you can be of good cheer. He's already overcome cancer. Amen. He's already overcome these diseases. Amen. He said, by his stripes, we are what? Healed this morning. Said he sent his word and he healed them. Oh, I still believe in divine healing. Amen. Anybody else with me? I'm telling you today, don't you give up. Don't you get discouraged. Because Jesus said he's already overcome the world. Amen. He said, give me a good cheer. I'm telling you today, you say, what do I got to rejoice about? What do I got to be of good cheer about? Everything falling apart, my ingrown toenails growing a little further ingrown my headaches aching a little bit more my pains are hurting a little bit more, well let me tell you can I tell you, you're not in the morgue this morning, amen, you're not in the hospital this morning you're not in hell this morning, amen let me tell you the reason to rejoice, he said you can rejoice because your name is written in the Lamb's book of life amen Amen. Some of us, if it wouldn't have been for the Lord, we wouldn't have been here standing by us. I think about Psalms 124, verses 1 through 8, where Israel said, the psalmist wrote about Israel, if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, now may Israel say, if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us, then they swallowed us quick with their wrath, and the wrath was kindled against us. Their, then their waters had overwhelmed us. The stream had gone over our soul. Then the proud waters had gone over our soul. Blessed be the Lord who had not given us as a prey to their teeth. Our, our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken. And we are escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Some of you need to say if it had not been too you wouldn't be here. Amen. Amen. You better be glad the Lord fighting. If you ain't right, you better be glad you've got another opportunity. Somebody's been praying for you somewhere along the way. Some a righteous man's been praying for you. Amen. Because there's a snare out there. Amen. There's a trap out there that wants to destroy you that wants to kill you, amen? How many know the thief cometh to steal, kill, and to destroy? But Jesus said, I come to give you life and life more abundantly. I'm telling you, if you know Jesus, you can have peace in the midst of it all. You don't have to fall snare to the devil. The devil wants to kill you this morning. The devil has put us a snare out there to try to trap us. But the Lord had delivered us from the snare. I want you to know this morning, saints of God, that you could be of good cheer because the Lord is standing with you. If you're not right with the Lord this morning, you've got an opportunity to get right this morning. Amen? What are you saying? I'm telling you today, you can be of good cheer because of the Lord standing with you who or what can be against you this morning. If the Lord fighting my battle. I don't want to be on the other side. Amen. I'm telling you, I want to be right there with the Lord because if he fights the battle, guess what? I'm coming out of this thing victorious. If God be for me, who can be against me? What thing can come against me this morning? Some of you need to give him some praise in his this morning. I believe God's telling some as he told Elijah, why are you in this cave? We got too many hiding in the cave. Did you hear me? Elijah was a great man of God, wasn't he? He was a powerful prophet. 
Ain't one of us going to argue that. But Elijah had a, he had a faith lapse at a point. Here comes this loudmouth woman, Jezebel. That's what she was. I'm going to kill him. God already took all the prophets out. But he fell into a thing, went hiding in a cave, discouraged, because some woman said he was going to kill him. Well, he should have remembered. Before we get on to him, we've all been in him case. Amen. He went in that cave, and the Lord said, what are you doing here? Why are you here? Get up. She ain't going to touch you. Amen. We all know the story, how it ended up. But I'm telling you this morning, I believe God's telling some to get out of the cave this morning. Amen. I believe God said, what you doing hiding in the cave? I brought you this far. I'm not going to let you go down now. I ain't going to let some Jezebel get a hold of you now. Amen. I brought you this far. I got my hands on you now. You need to get up here and understand who you serve this morning. Amen. Some of you need to understand who you serve this morning. Amen. I don't serve something of this world. I serve the God of heavens. Amen. I don't serve something made by the hands of man. I don't serve something that has eyes but cannot see. I don't serve something that has a mouth cannot speak I, I don't serve something that has feet that cannot walk I, but I serve a God that can be touched with my infirmities I, I serve an all knowing all powerful almighty Lord God Jehovah this morning anybody know what I'm saying that can touch me let me tell you they may make a threat against you but I'm going to keep speaking up amen I'm going to keep preaching it ain't a time to hide in the cave oh let me even stop here it ain't a time for the church to be in a it's time for the church to be in Main Street a preaching. Thus said the Lord this morning. I'm not going to hide from the liberal agenda. I'm going to stand up for thus said the Lord this morning. God's telling you to get out of your cave this morning. Get out of your cave. He's got this this morning. Did you hear me? He's got this battle for you this morning. He's got your healing this morning. He's got your victory. Why he's standing beside of you. He's got it. But we hide in a cave like Elijah did. And God's saying, get out of here. Get up and get going. Don't hide in that cave. I'm for you. She ain't going to touch you. We all know her ending. She didn't lay a hand on him. Elijah's one of two men that was raptured. Amen. Amen. Enoch was the first. And Elijah was the second. And I'm waiting for my time. <laughs> I'm waiting for that trumpet to blow today. Amen. I'm waiting for a trip out of here. If you ain't, something's wrong. But no, we don't have to be in hiding. We don't have to be in a cave. We don't have to be cowering with fear. We can be a good cheer this morning. This world, we're going to have problems. That's what he's talking about. In this world, you're going to have tribulations. In this world, there's going to be bad things. In this world, there's going to be sickness and heartaches. Amen? In this world, there's going to be this thing because it's a fallen world. Anybody know it's a fallen world? Because it's a fallen world, we're going to have problems. But Jesus said, I've overcome it. Jesus said, be of good cheer. Some of you need to say, I'm going to be of good cheer this morning. 
I'm not going to hide in my cave, but I'm coming out because I'm telling you, if God before me, who can be against me this morning? What are you saying? I'm telling you the reason you can be of good cheer, the reason Paul could be a good cheer, because the Lord said he was going to Rome. Jesus told Paul, he said, right here, as you have testified of me in Jerusalem, so you must bear witness also in Rome. Jesus reassured Paul that he was going to bear witness of him in Rome. He said, you're going there. You bore witness of me in Jerusalem. You're going to bear witness of me in Rome also. Despite the hatred, despite the plot, despite everything that was working of his enemies, no matter how hard they tried to stop Paul, guess what? Paul was still going to Rome. Did you hear me? Paul was still going to Rome. Despite no matter what they tried to do to stop it, no matter the devil's best efforts, no matter Satan's best efforts, no matter the conspiracy against him, he was still going to Rome. Amen. Some of you need to understand you're still going to where God's called you to go. Amen. You're still going to where God has told you you was going. Despite the roadblocks, despite a plot, despite people trying to stop you, you're going to where God has called you to go. Can I tell you this church is going to go where God has called it to go? It's going. Despite all the efforts of Satan, it's going. Amen. How do you know it's going? All these things are working against him. Yeah, he may have had all these people, 40 people come against him. He may have been in jail, but he had one thing working for him. And it's the only thing you need working for you. His name is Jesus this morning. How many know if you got Jesus working for you, it don't matter how many things is working against you. You're going to go to where the Lord said you was going to go. They ain't no but one was going to stop him. They wasn't 40 people was going to stop him. It could have been 40,000 people, but it wasn't going to stop him because the Lord said he was going to Rome. I think about how the Lord told us some of you need to say, I'm going to where the Lord told me I was going. Did you hear me? Some of you need to say, I'm getting to my destination. I'm going to where he's told me, where I can testify of him. Ain't it something I tell people? A lot of times the devil wants to stop you from going to your destination where you can testify of him. But if the Lord's already told you he was going to the other side, you're going to the other side. Amen. How many know before the disciples got called into the storm in the middle of the, that lake, that sea? How many know the Lord already told them he'd see them on the other side? He already told them they was going to the other side. Amen. You know they started cowering in fear, but the Lord already decreed they would go to the other side. And I'm telling you, he knew what they were going to face in the middle, but the Lord already had victory out. Amen. Some of you know, need to understand this morning. He knows what you're going through, but he already told you you was going to make it to the other side this morning. Amen. He already told you you was going to the other side. Amen. You wasn't going to sink in the middle, but you was going to make it to the other side this morning. Why? Because he's standing by you this morning. I'm amazed how God does things. It just amazes me to see how God brings the plot of the enemy 
into the open. And how he decreased it. The Lord would have Paul's nephew to overhear what they were plotting against Paul. God had that boy right there at the right time. Amen. Ain't it something how God's got your answer at the right time. Amen. Right place in the right time. He had Paul's nephew right there overhearing everything they were going to do. And I cannot just imagine that. They didn't even notice. They didn't even notice he was there. <laughs> if it had been me about it, probably about Paul's nephew, I'd have probably been making noise. You would have heard me that was there. But God had already. He had him there, and they didn't even know he was there. It's amazing. Then God would end up using the Roman army to help work against the religious leaders of Israel. When you read it later on, <laughs> Amen. Who plotted against Paul? I'm telling you, God's got your answer when you don't right there at the right place at the right time. It amazes me how God does things. Amen. See, God told him earlier, he said, you're going to Rome. And his nephew was the answer he was going to bring their plot into fruition. He was going to reveal what these 40 people wanted to do to Paul. But God said, I got somebody there that's going to overhear it. And he's going to reveal it. And I'm going to use the Roman army against the people, the religious leaders of Israel that want to put my servant to death. Some of you need to shout this morning because God's already got your answer right there where the enemy is meant to kill you. He's got your answer right there before the plot. Amen. You're going to Rome. What are you saying? You're going on to testify of the Lord. Amen. You're going to reach your next course. Amen. Why? Because God has already told that it's going to happen this morning. And if God's already told it, I'm telling you, there ain't a disease, there ain't a person, there ain't a problem in the world that's going to stop it. Amen. Satan will throw his best efforts, but he cannot override the Lord. Amen. God had decreed it. Forty people were against him. These people were against him. And I'm telling you, more than 40 had conspired against him. I don't care if it was 400. Jesus already said he's going to Rome. He was going. He already had the answer plotted out, answered out. He knew their plot and he revealed their plot. Satan has tried to destroy you. Satan has tried to stop you this morning. But I've come by to tell you this morning that God's already got your answer there. Amen. He's going to bring you out of it. You're going to reach your next course. Amen. Don't you get discouraged. Don't you give up and lose hope because the Lord stands by you this morning. Amen. He's already decreed you was going to the other side. And I'm telling you, you need to tell somebody I'm going to the other side. Amen. Some of you need to say I'm going to the other side. I'm going to make it to the other side because God's already told me I was going to the other side. Amen. I'm going to the other side. I'm coming through this. I'm coming out of this this morning. I'm coming out of the plot the enemy has set against me because he's already decreed I'm going to the other side. Everyone standing in here this morning. Every head bow, every eyes closed. Maybe you need the Lord. I want to go back to that message. God's wanting to stand by you this morning. God's already decreed. 
you need the Lord to stand by you. I'm going to invite you up here this morning. Maybe you need the Lord as your Lord and Savior. I want to invite you up here this morning. Maybe you're fighting a battle. I want you to get up here this morning. Don't lose hope. God's already told you you was going to the other side. Despite the onslaught of the enemy, despite all the hell, despite the problems, despite the situations, you're going to the other side. Despite the conspiracy against you, you're going to make it to the other side this morning. Amen? You're going to the other side. God's got this. God's got the victory this morning. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, give it to him. Victory is mine. Somebody say, I ain't giving up hope. I'm going to be of good cheer. I can have cheer. I can have a peace this morning. In the name of Jesus. Victory is yours, and you're going to the other side. You're going to the other side this morning. They've conspired, but God's already decreed. They can put every obstacle in front of me, but God's already decreed. <coughs> I'm going to the other side. Victory is mine. He's overcome everything I went to going through. Every sickness, every ailment, every problem. He said, I've overcome it. Victory is yours. You can be a good cheer this morning. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Wait a minute. I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah, yeah wait, here it is. Dear Luke. Have a great summer. P.S. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years because we help save people money. So wait, you're saying Jeremy copied you? <laughs> yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.